Hey guys, welcome to Tech Brain Africa podcast. My name is Imano and uh, this is this is the show where we give you the best and the latest juice in Nigeria's no, Africa's tech space. So over the past few months, crypto has been giving a lot of people headache. It gave me headache and I said no, this life is not meant for me. So I sold off all my assets and I'm waiting for recovery eventually. I made a lot of losses and somehow somehow a lot of people I've been making really, really crazier levels of losses. And the whole issue became really, really worse when I would say arguably the world's second largest crypto exchange, FTX, just collapsed in a matter of days, just all of a sudden. So I found it really, really interesting that the Secretary General of SEC, you know, the Director General of SEC, Nigeria Securities and Exchange Commission, Lamido Yuguda, listed out 50 digital assets that they'll be offering support for, but they are leaving out crypto because it is not a sensible digital asset. I'm not going to be the one doing all the talking. Bolu has a lot to say. And to be fair, I am not going to drag him too much because um, the guy is trying, right? He's, he's a believer and I stand his belief. So yeah, welcome as senior reporter, Bolu. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing excellent. You're doing excellent. Oh yes. Excellently well. Yeah. Is crypto dead? Oh. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Abisala Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa. Did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. So the short answer is no, but the long answer, to answer the long answer, you need to understand why this question has come up. And the reason why is because... You know, you are sounding like this guy that they asked a question and the person was just dancing dancing is crypto dead no crypto is not dead okay, why? why is crypto not dead yes. crypto is not dead because personally on sunday i tried to trade crypto and i did successfully you can still buy cryptocurrencies transactions are still going on, on at whose peril networks at whose peril so the crypto that you bought on sunday has it not crashed no it hasn't i actually made a reasonable amount of profit on it by monday by Monday, yes, which, yeah. which crypto did you buy? Ethereum and Bitcoin. Mm, he didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he not told me to be buy. He told me to buy Wakanda. You know where is it? So yes. <laughs> you know there are just sometimes you just take a you know, um, it's just a spur of the moment. You so I just like you know what? Let me do this, and I did. Okay. Yeah, and so like I was saying, it's not dead because you know. I understand why these questions are coming up and it's because within the last few months we've had about two trillion dollars wiped off you know the entire crypto market which is crazy it's just absolutely you know okay so but, but people are saying this ftx there is like the final nail on the coffin no it is not actually so but before the ftx crashed the crypto market was already crashing yes the crypto market was already crashing so now ftx now crashed to join the and then the market became worse the situation became worse okay. but it's not dead I, crypto will survive this obviously why are you so confident it's, about that i'm already seeing the signs there after the whole ftx thing uh we saw crypto drop all the way down to fifteen thousand. 
and then we've been seeing recovery for some days now. Bitcoin is actually at seventeen thousand now. Ethereum is about eight thousand two hundred dollars, and though levels of fear and uncertainty have increased, I think some investors uh, are seeing this as an opportunity to start investing again. And it's also because we've seen we've seen things like this before in the past. When you look at these things historically, it has happened before, and there was massive recovery. So. I, I don't think it's there at all. I don't. I don't even think we need to be a- asking that question. Okay, so all. this has happened before. Yes. When has. when did that happen? All right. So um, it has happened several times, but I think one of the most notable ones was in 2017, where we saw Bitcoin rise. I think to about 19,000, 19 over, it's over $19,000. and then within a few months, it dropped all the way down to $3,000. That's about 447% drop which is crazy, right? But then we saw just within a few months again, it went back up to about $6,000. And then we saw the all-time high last year of $69,000, right? Yes. dropped again to Yes, 15. and then we are back to where we are now. Okay. So that just simply shows you that, you know, when you look at these things, you know, you, you learn from things that have happened before, right? And these things have happened before. It was the ICO boom then that, you know, investors, it was a bubble. It burst. Crypto recovered. We realized that, okay, we need to do things. It, there are a lot more better ways to do things, right? And we've learned from that. And then we are now learning from this again, right? So what are we learning from this exactly? So what we are what learning... Are the so number one, what are those lapses that gave rise to this current be run and what are those lessons that we're learning right now okay all right yeah so it's also important to understand that this current beer run was caused by a number of factors uh, one of those is um the terra luna crashed that happened earlier this year that's terra luna for the uninitiated okay terra luna? yeah so terra is a stable coin it's a stable coin. It's a stable okay. coin that's like USDT. Yes, that is US. supposed to, yeah, supposed to be stable, but then it was crashing. Yeah, and I heard USDT also crashed at some point. Is that true? Yes, USDT suffered some level of. It was not as terrible as. Okay, so you're telling me what happened, but what caused that? Yes, the crash. Once that happened, right? You know, it's supposed to be stable. A lot of people put their money inside. Uh, put their money in that cryptocurrency. So why did it crash? So it crashed because. Um, the creators of that um, stablecoin were not being honest. Oh. They actually pegged, they pegged um, its value to an asset that was not stable. When you create stablecoins, you peg it to either the dollar or gold, something that as you know that is not as volatile as cryptocurrencies. But then they pegged it to another um, cryptocurrency, which is um, Luna, right? And then when things started moving badly for Luna. It affected Terra, and then Terra. You know, a lot of people had their money there, right? And cryptocurrency, like I usually say, is a small asset class. And when you have a small asset class, a little, you know, bit of in and out. Once, once an amount of money leaves that asset class, it will easily affect the value of any other asset in that class. So we saw the value of cryptocurrencies dropped. It was a very devastating hit on the crypto market, right? So that was what caused it. Um, another cause was, you know, macroeconomic activities. You notice that um, economic activities have been slow this year. Um, it's even slower than what was predicted by the um, by the IMF, 
right? So these things also contributed to what is affecting the crypto markets right now. And then the FTX thing came, and then just yes. gave it a so serious bounce boost. Okay. I those agree. are those are, those are some of the causes. Okay, right? so so you're basically saying the crypto market is just like any other capital market. Exactly. Like US, exactly. US exactly. Stock, US stock exchange. Yes. So the Wall Street crash of 1929, the dot bubble of 2000s, the housing crisis of 2008, it has happened before. Coronavirus. Exactly. So you're saying crypto is just like that. Yeah. But my fear with crypto is a lot of the coins that people are buying on crypto. And not backed by a very solid project, right? So, for instance, the dot com bubble weeded out a lot of companies that were doing fluff, right? But a lot of companies actually remain. The Amazons survived through that era because Amazon was a very young company then. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the 2008 uh, crisis, Uber, WhatsApp, they all came out of that mm-hmm. crisis because we're building something yeah. valuable. So, now, Nigeria Seca said crypto is not a sensible digital asset why do you think that is cons and for me i feel it's probably down to all these things i just mentioned but i'd like to hear your thoughts about it okay so i think i know where the sec is coming from when they say um cryptocurrencies are not a sensible asset right um and it's just because cryptocurrencies are one of the most riskiest riskiest um investment vehicles right now so the sec is a body that is supposed to protect investors. They are supposed to protect the capital market. For them to promote something that does not have enough regulatory um, enough regulations in it, for them to promote something that is quite risky, would not really make sense. And then I see I understand where they are coming from based on what they've said about cryptocurrencies before. So they've shown interest in it. They've shown that they want to try and regulate it because they already understand that there's something valuable right and they want to regulate it but regulations have not been strong yet so they cannot recommend you know cryptocurrencies because they don't have their hands on it completely for now so they are not saying that they are not discarding it and saying it's important to understand that they're not discarding it and saying oh cryptocurrencies are nonsense right Mm. they are not saying please, uh, we don't want to have anything to do with cryptocurrency. What that simply means, what they're trying to say is, we don't have our hands on this thing yet. We can't, we don't have a level of control that makes us confident enough to say, you know what? Do you think this will ever happen? Um, with any government in the um, world? When, when they actually made that statement, country. when they actually made that statement, they did say that a time could come when they will recommend cryptocurrencies as an uh, um, investment vehicle. So, so, but if crypto is something in essence to stick it to demand, mm. if the government is never going to be able to control crypto, do you ever think they will ever accept it? Okay, so let me first say there will still be a level of control when it comes to crypto. It's just that um, that there will be two kinds of control. Um, in crypto, now, we understand that with the old FTX, we understand that there's decentralized exchanges. There are those people that governments can hold and say, what are you doing? Who are the people investing in this, right? With FTX, we've seen that governments can actually have a lot to say. They can have a lot to do. So we have that level of control within the centralized aspect of crypto, 
cryptocurrencies. The only aspect where I know that governments might not really have much of a say will be in the decentralized aspects, which already, I think, a standardized format is being created in that aspect of cryptocurrencies. We are seeing things being controlled more uh, by computers, more by, um, I won't say robots, uh, more by, by computers, basically, and not by human beings, because human beings, by nature, we are greedy, we spoil things, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. this is the future I see for cryptocurrencies. The central exchange will be there, and then the government will be able to say, hey, you the central exchange, what are you doing with people's money? Making sure that what happened with FTX does not happen again. So I see a future where SEC will confidently say, you know what, this asset you can actually invest in it. This is the level of risk. This is what you need to understand. Okay. Thank you very much, Bulu. So, yeah, I think we pretty much have a lot of things to work with here. And uh, there are things that we can build upon in other stories. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us. You can just leave a comment down in the comment section. But before we leave, I would like to say very, very special thank you to all our podcast fans that made it to TFS, oh. the Tech Point Fintech Summit. So, so love you guys. We received all the love mm-hmm. and all the what what other synonym can I use for love? Yeah, all the adoration. Mm-hmm. It's not church, appreciation. Please. Appreciation. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, thank yeah. you very very much for making it to the FinTech Summit. I hope you had a really really wonderful time. And if you couldn't make it, you can find video of the main session and one of our major breakout sessions, how to build a fintech with limited resources. Thank you very, very much for staying with us. We're rounding up. This is a new month and we're coming to the end of the year. We have a number of interesting episodes. And if you have any ideas for Christmas, New Year, holiday special you'd like to see on the Tech Point Africa podcast, please reach out to us, podcast at techpoint.africa. And if you're watching this video on YouTube, please subscribe, share, like to all your friends and well-wishers. Of course, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever you're watching this from, please just like, subscribe, and share. And if you're for those listening to us, the audio fields that have been with us from the get-go, Bolu, please tell us where they can find it. All right, you can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, people, thank you so much, and see you some other time. Peace.